Welcome to Running Up the Downstairs. My name is Josh Finkelman, and this is episode four. We're going to be talking with Dave Merej, who is a comedian from Windsor by way of Toronto, now lives in New York City. He was cool enough to fit me in the last time he was in Toronto uh, to come over and sit down and talk with me for a little while. Um, Dave is someone who I've been a fan of uh, for a very long time. He's a friend of mine who I, uh, he and I pretty much would only see each other randomly on the street. Uh, so this was a lot of fun to be able to actually uh, plan a hangout and uh, talk for a while. So uh, we're going to get right to that. As usual, theme song is uh, written by the amazing Ian Campbell. Logo was made by Josh Telfer. Um, you can find us on kjoshradio.com or iTunes um, and subscribe so that you'll be uh, up to date when the next episode comes out because this is the last of the original four after this. Hopefully we'll be weekly uh, or semi-weekly um, with new episodes coming at you sooner than later. Here we go. <laughs> Episode four of Running Up the Downstairs. I am here uh, with my buddy Dave Merhej. Did I say that right? I think so. You think so? Okay. I think it is. Your name, more than anyone else in my life, I have to check. Every time I write it down, I fuck it up. I put an H before the R, and then I go, that's that's not right. Um, and then I go check Facebook, and I'm like, no, I'm wrong. That's the right one. And I think I, I've said my last, I've spelled my last name wrong, maybe. A couple times in my lifetime. Oh, you've done it yourself. Yeah, I think I think I've I've fallen into the same thing of like explaining it to people and then forgetting how to do it. I guess. <laughs> I it's so funny because like I have my last name is normal, not normal. That's not the right way to put it. It's just like a simple string of letters that like fall. Yours has like yours is like interesting and so like it doesn't you're like when you're trying when you say it like I always feel like I'm gonna mess it up or like whatever because it's distinctive whereas my name is like apparently distinctive everyone tells me it is yeah. but like it makes sense there's like you know the letters go but no it's always el my name is el but yeah. everyone writes le and i'm always like it's such a minor detail but like fucking spell my name right yeah and it's, I, it's so small that i feel like you must have that like literally every day of your life it's like people will put the g instead of a j i guess so merhej it sounds <laughs> And now that I think about it, it does sound tough. It does sound tough. It's been a difficult process my whole life, I guess. They're it's, just getting people to do it, right? Well, in Arabic, it's like it, you can pronounce it properly. Is that your background? Your yeah, Le- Lebanese. So it's Lebanese. like it's like midhij. So it's like everyone. If you say it that way, it's like just it's easier, I it, guess. Not to spell, I guess, but I mean, like when people, if I say midhij, everyone's like, oh, okay, you know, I, I get that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, I don't say it that way. I say it in like I guess an English way. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been, I've been, uh, the go- imagine I just went on a tirade of the government forced me. <laughs> Like the school system, like oh, it was a conspiracy. I was they like, made me less. I go to government. They want me to 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 be my own Arabic culture. Imagine, but that's <laughs> not the case. They're trying to make me. They're trying to make me regular. Yeah, I was to say regular. <laughs> Fuck you. 
I, I always used to tell people, you want my government name? But I think that's a funny thing to say to them. That is good. It's like, what do you, what do you ask? When, when I show you my ID, what does it say? Yeah. Like, I, had a, I had a buddy who, uh, to this day, I still call him by his, to him and his brother. So when I was introduced to them, um, uh, Damien, if you're out there, I'm talking about you. Um, I was introduced to him as West Coast. That was what all his boys called him. They called okay. him West Coast, right? And his brother was Juvie. Now, I'm sure they gave him that name because he got into trouble a lot, which makes me very uncomfortable now, like 15 years later, because he's the one I see the most often. I bump into him in random places, and I'm like, this is my friend, Juvie. (laughs) But I'm like, you're older now. Like, I'm pretty sure he has a kid or something like that. And I'm like, I feel so weird calling someone by that name. But I can never, um, like, I know his, his, his name now. Um, but I never could remember like what his actual name was. So what's West Coast? Is what? it because he was like from the West Coast? No, no, he's, I think he liked West Coast rap. I don't think there was. Like, oh, uh, they just called him West. Coast? They just called him West Coast. I want a name like that. Oh, so do I. But you like, know, I mean, it's hard to get one of those names where somebody calls somebody called me pencil, but it was for the wrong reason. Pencil. They would call me pencil because uh, you were like skinny. Skinny, and then when I and then a couple of people called me spoony because I put a spoon in the microwave with a plate. <laughs> That's, you know what, that's okay though, because there's at least a story, like when someone says, why do they call you that? You've got a story to go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like mine. Not a good one. Well, mine was always my last name, because Finkelman, so it just lent itself to Dude. like the worst impulses of children when I was like in public school, so it was always Finkelfuck, Finkelfart, Finkel, like any, Finkel anything, is it, and is, yeah. I would get it. So I became very um, appreciative anytime someone would do Finkel something different. So like Finkelfuck, Finkelfart, like all that fucking yeah. shit. That was boring to me. But then one of my friends uh, one day goes, Finkletoe. And I was like, oh, that's fucking, that's so weird and makes no sense to me whatsoever. But, like, you just put toe at the end of my last name, I'm in. So a bunch of my friends for a long time, sometimes still, call me Finkletoe. Just to call you? Just to call me Finkletoe. That was the thing. Except, like, and I'm, I'm sort of embarrassed to admit this because it was way long after people started calling me this but someone said it and someone unrelated to the original sort of nickname people and I went I was like wait a second and then they went yeah like twinkle toes and I was like oh my god 12 years have gone by and I thought someone just made that up out of thin air no, twinkle but toe. twinkle that's where it came from they twinkle just toe, put finkle toe on yeah just felt so stupid that's hilarious like, that you didn't know that I was like oh that makes yeah. cause it was someone completely unrelated like, there was no way was, that yeah, they you knew didn't know they were, and then yeah. I was like there's gotta be a connection and they went yeah twinkle toes and I was like oh man you think they didn't know that they were doing that to you that they were making like giving yeah, me a nickname or whatever twinkle toe I don't know I, I couldn't say it because I would have to imagine now with the no, benefit I mean, like, of, they didn't know did they know when, so you wanted like a nickname and they gave it to you, but you don't think they, in their heads, they went twinkle toe, and then they added it. Here's the thing. I think in with the with the benefit of hindsight, I think for sure they knew. Okay, I think okay. they went twinkle toe in their brain. But because I never, it never even occurred to me as being like a bastardization of anything, yeah. that I just went, oh, twinkle toe, that's amazing. I probably even said, like, everyone says finkle fart or finkle this. And I was like, or finkle, finkle toe. toe makes no sense, but that's great. No one ever explained it to me. And so I just never, never thought about it, right? Had it, but that's still, that's good that you got to like, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like my PlayStation handle or whatever. You want to add me on PlayStation, random people listening, like Finkle Toe. And I spelled it L-E because <laughs> I was like, fuck everyone. One, I was like, if I'm using it, I'm using it right. My co- my best friend in high school, uh, his cousin, 
um, gave himself a nickname. We always thought that was weird. He goes, oh. I'm Cheech. You yeah. can't get away with it. Yeah. It's well, amazing. He did no, for that's a while. what I mean. It's, it's nuts. nuts. I, whenever I hear someone say, like, I gave myself that nickname, I'm like, fucking badass. Yeah, fucking. Like, no one. Like, people at work are always like, call, a buddy of mine. Uh, Wait, like, you, you're, you agree with that action? I don't agree with that action. I think if you can pull it off, I think go for it. Fucking yeah. give yourself whatever name you want. If people will call you what, what you, you tell them to call you, then I think that speaks to the like that. the weight of who you are. Yeah, yeah, that's know? that. I, I, that's I, what I'm saying. It's badass. I'm saying it. it I, I agree in the sense that if you can get away with it, but but the original instinct of mine would tell you that that's corny. Sure. You know what I mean? But that you know. But then it if, depends on the nickname. It's, if you give yourself a cool nickname and people go with it yeah. and run with it and that's what they're calling you, fuck man, you win. Right? But, like, if you give yourself, like, I work with a guy who likes to call himself, uh, uh, <laughs> I sometimes do a podcast with him, so maybe he'll hear this at some point, but he call, he gave himself the name Juice. Like, he just keeps giving himself nicknames. And <laughs> the reason that they stick at work is because he's, like, he's a hilarious dude, and he just throws these nicknames out at, like, the worst moments, and he throws them out to people who are never going to go with them, but he, he, like, there's a lot of, he oh, puts a lot of effort, and then because they're so against it, all of a sudden the nickname sticks not even sticks but like people want to frustrate the third person there so they'll keep calling him the nickname like juice would not fly but my buddy who was like sort of our boss was uh was not like hated it was like that's the worst nickname like no one call you juice and he was just like everyone so people call him juice juice yeah 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 yeah, that's smart okay as the the, chirps yeah yeah yeah, i see what 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 i condone all that that's what i mean like if you can if the weight of your personality can pull it off i say give yourself whatever nickname you want but like it is there's so many there's so few people that can can do it like if i said to my friends like yo call me dagger I would never, I would be called Dagger for the rest of my life in the most, like, Awful. negative way. They'd be like, yo, this is my buddy, Dagger. Dagger. But Dagger. I, I didn't have a middle name when I was the firstborn, and all my, my two brothers and sister have middle names. Really? Yeah, I always thought that was weird. But so. did they have, like, do they have usable middle names, or do they have... Yeah, so it's Mary Teresa. Oh, okay, okay. And John Joseph. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. no, sorry, sorry, John Christopher. Oh, so J- JC? He's got JJ built in, but JC works. JC born on Christmas Eve. Oh, fuck. That's, that may be a little too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, like, fuck it. Just whatever. It's Joseph, yeah, Joseph Sharble. <laughs> oh, wow. So they're all biblical names. I'm, I'm Dave. That's that's it. No middle name. That's just easy. See, I got a middle name. I'm not going to tell you So you're saying I, that that's easy in a sense. I think that's great because then, you know, I personally, I think either you have, your middle name should either be something that A, you can use in place of your first name if you choose. B, can be used at, like, is no is not, is either so ridiculous that, like, it's unusable, yeah. or at least it's interesting, or it should be not there. My middle name, and again, I'm not going to tell you because, like, it's this ongoing thing that everyone's always like, yeah, I want to know your new middle name. And I'm like, I will never tell anyone. And it's not that bad. It's, like, a small name. It means nothing. It's not – if I were to tell you, you'd be like, you're a fucking – you're an idiot. And yeah. there's nothing to it. But for some reason, I just have – like, I hate it. So I never tell anyone. Um, my friend uh, – you know Lindsay. Uh, yeah. She – uh, if she ever listens to this, maybe it'll jog her memory. She but ever listens? I, she, well, we'll see. Okay. Uh, but if she, uh, she's, I've had a deal with her that I would tell her my middle name on her birthday. If she asks me on her birthday, I think it's on her birthday, I will tell her my middle name, but only on her birthday and only if she remembers to ask me. Three years have gone by and she, she is not every, it's like literally, I think this year was the next day. She went, oh, I didn't fucking ask you what you're, like she has, if I'm not mistaken, she may have like a note in her phone yeah. to like remind her, but I refuse to, this is the only time I will tell her. Just because I know 
because I know I don't like it. And again, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's just like, if you give people that, they'll call you it. You know what I mean? Like, as much as I love my friends, yeah. I, you know, that's just the way the world works. If you give them, like, an opening, you're going to But that's hear interesting, it. the three, the two ways. Like, you know, now, as you said that, now I go, yeah, there's there probably a good reason why they didn't give me a middle name. Because Wait. I think my first name... What would have lended it to to be? A, you know what I'm saying? Like I could get John John Christopher, Mary Teresa, Joseph yeah, Sharp. Yeah, yeah. Like I get that, but I don't get Dave. Well, that's the thing. Like I feel like like if you had like a really weird middle name that has story to it. Like my next door neighbors, their cat was named Aloysius. The cat? Like, yeah, the cat was named Aloysius. But I learned later in life that that's an actual like historically accurate name. Like people had the name Aloysius. It wasn't. Like, I was always some weird fucked up thing that they made up and she would just my neighbor would stand at the door she would open the door to call the cat back in and she'd be like I have a wishes <laughs> and you're like what the fuck is that word and it, it turns out it's real name it's a real name and if someone gave, if that was your middle name like you'd hate it for sure but, but at the same time there's enough. a story to it you know for me I'm just like my, like my sister's middle name is I always find that especially if you have like an ethnic middle name like my sister's middle name is uh I think it's Yiddish or Hebrew and it's Riva. I don't know if she'll ever be mad at me about saying that out loud. I that's don't not know bad. That's, that's not bad. But I've always like, so like that one, I'm always like, I feel like if you give your, your kid like an ethnic middle name, you are, you're putting them in a situation they're going to have a conversation at some point in time. So it's like, oh, where's that name comes from? Yeah, Come yeah. From. And if they just want to be them and not like, because I guess that's me. Like, I just want to be me. I don't want to be defined by like, you know, where I came from or whatever. Um, I feel like, oh, you're, you're getting, but then I also overthink everything. Dude, my name in Arabic could be is Dawood. Um, if I was sexier looking, oh, you could. I, I would go with Dawood. I my my yeah. my Hebrew name is Yoshua. Okay. Which I don't know that it, my friend, a couple of my friends call it, but it's like Joshua. Like there's only you can only get away with Joshua. And I, I was just having this conversation with someone the other day because uh, we were saying you mean you, get away with what the like, full name like having like my name oh. is Josh. Everyone calls me Josh, right? I will if you call me Joshua, I assume I'm either in trouble or you hate. Me. Yeah. Like those are the only two possibilities. But there are people out there who are like don't fucking call me Josh. Like do like the, the, well, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. people are like my dad was Michael. If you called him Mike. Not cool. Like, yeah, not cool. If you call me Joshua, I'm like, eh, not cool. I get called David. If my mom calls me David and, and my family, and if a girl sometimes will be like David, if, if it's like they're trying, if they're or trying to raise a point, I guess. Do you get... Do you, I don't get... I don't get... Married. You know, it doesn't bother you. That one doesn't bother you. No, I, I obviously can't fight my family over it. You I, know what I, mean? I feel like David... <laughs> because David's short. It's not like... It's not a big leap. Dave to David, it's not a big leap. Josh to Joshua. Joshua like two different people. Yeah, it fe- exactly. I, so. I feel like Joshua's like... He's definitely asking you for money for his church. Or <laughs> yeah. he's like... You know, he's being uncomfortable. He's being awkward around your he's female friends. He's the guy friends, in you know, like, There Shall Be Blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he went deaf. Tell me your name, Joshua. Yeah. It's like, I just don't... There's something about it. Um, but I, the, so the funny thing about us going off on this um, <laughs> tangent to start with, other than that I just you know, thoroughly enjoy talking to you. I'm always um, into tangents. This so. is, and it's so funny, because I've said, and I've said this to you, so this won't be a surprise, but one of the things I love about your stand-up, and we're going to get into that in a second, but one of the things I love about your stand-up is that you, you just... You are like this concussive force. You come out on stage, and you're just like, bam! And you go, and you can tell that, like, sometimes when I watch a stand-up, I can't tell if they're doing a bit or they're doing, um, they're just riffing. And it, yeah. sometimes that's good, sometimes it's bad, it doesn't really matter, it's just that stand-up's thing. And But sometimes, like, uh, Pat Thornton, who I yeah, love also, yeah. he does bits every once in a while, he did a thing at the Garage Show once about cookie chips, and he just kept yelling, cookie chips. And I was like, I love cookie chips, in the middle of it, because I was maybe a little, a little drunk, drunk at the yeah. time, and I was like, 
literally, I love, I fucking just bought a box of them. They're the greatest cookies. Um, if you I don't even know if I've had them. I'll, 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 okay. I'll, I'll, I'll break your brain a little later. But um, I was like, oh my God, those are great. And then afterwards, I realized that he was just doing like, that was the bit. He just kept oh, screaming cookie chips a little bit. You thought right? it was a riff. I thought he was just riffing. And oh, I was like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So like sometimes, it, and then I felt, I was super embarrassed by that one. Because I was like, oh, I hate being that guy who doesn't know what's happening in the show. You know what I mean? Well, you, you know, it's not your fault in that as it, I thought he was riffing too. When you hear somebody screaming things like that, you you it's very hard pressed to. I don't know. Maybe I'm not smart. I'd be like, oh, that's not a bit. Well, that's the thing is, it it's was like, funny because it felt riffy, organic, but it yeah. was. And I realized afterwards, and then just because I want to be, um, I feel like the comedy world. I'm like in this weird sort of hat, one foot in, one foot yeah. out. Like I do some things, but I'm not really a stand up. I'm like I know all these people, but I'm not really part of the group. Like I'm just yeah, I'm just around, the- right? I I like being able to be a part of this world that I always wanted to be a yeah. part of, but not really be a part of it, right? Uh, maybe one day taking advantage of it, like I'm taking advantage of you and your time right <laughs> now. Um, but, uh, so that was just my own, like, ego being like, fuck, I, I, he got me, you know? But with you, you come out and it's just like, and it's so, it's always so organic and so funny. And um, the one, I and I definitely told you this, but I don't know if you remember, you did the, what was that, that talk show, the 10 minute talk show or whatever? The, what was it? Uh, I can't, maybe Nathan McIntosh does it? No, it, you mean, um, was it, uh, it's called the 10 minute talk yeah, show? Yeah, Is yeah, it yeah. live? It's live. It's, I think yeah, it's like it's a Facebook the, video or something. Yeah, you know who it was? It's the guy that used to do the warm up at MTV Live. Oh, that's who it, okay. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's a, it's a great little thing. Like, um, it's really, I think it's sort of, it reminded me of like uh, the DG special and stuff like that that we do. Um, but you came out and it was so funny because I watched it. Was it under a, yeah, yeah, the two, yeah, 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 the two, the two thing. Yeah, yeah. So you came out and I mean, you killed it. You were hilarious. But because I know you, because I've seen you do your bit, I was like, it was so funny because they're like, okay, he's going to come out and do two minutes. You came out and you just riffed for two minutes. And then there was a moment you can see, and I think only because I've seen your bit, I think you must've had a thought where you went, should I go into like, am I supposed to <laughs> yeah, go into yeah. my, my stuff now? And yeah. then you kind of didn't and I was like that's fucking amazing <laughs> like that is exactly what it's like to see you do stand up that was because it happened it was uncomfortable under that thing and you know in, t- in two minutes it's like for me it's 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 not tough to do a bit I could obviously write it if I worked hard I'd write a joke for two minutes but then I don't I'm you know I was just getting like what the fuck am I gonna do in two minutes and then I went up and that I don't know I just went because I you know I trusted myself to go that way and then yeah. by the time it was almost done I'm like well there's no way I'm gonna do a forced ass bit here so I just you so that was real. That was like you saw my my face was like it was, oh man, I gotta <laughs> I gotta get out. Well it was fantastic because I'm pretty sure I was taking a shit at the same time. Um you guys weren't here for the, the earlier conversation, but you know, bring it back. Um and I was like watching it and I was like, this is fun. Like I I was just so into the idea because like I love that kind of stuff. Like I love Me too. Uh, one of the reasons I love doing the DG special is so it's so like different. It's not the same thing. It's like all these little things that you want to do. So I was really into that. Um, but you said an interesting thing. You said you trust yourself. So part of the reason that I'm like that this podcast is happening and not you specifically, but just me in general is that, um, I find that trusting yourself is the hardest part of the creative process. Like, and there's all sorts of aspects to it. But like for me, I write something and I put it away, I walk away from it and then I come back to it and sometimes I think it's still good and most of the time I think it's shit. And then I'll come back six months later and I'm like, oh, I thought that was shit and it's actually not shit. And so for me, the hardest part about it is trusting myself. Like if you read my stuff and you told me that you liked it, I might stop liking your shit. Not you specifically, but I had someone do that. I like gave someone a short story and they were like, oh, that's that's great. It wasn't like, they didn't really seem like they were really all that into it, but they also were not into it. 
And yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool. But I immediately started to second guess the fact that they liked it. I was like, well, if you like it, maybe it's not that, like, maybe you're not someone I should be listening to your opinion. Like, it's yeah. almost like that, if you, the, the Marx Brothers thing where you're like, uh, I don't want to be a part of any group that wants me to be a member. Like I've, that's been my entire life. Right. But you, and I, from your, from, from your standup, I feel like we're not dissimilar in some of the like overthinking neurotic sort of mindsets and stuff like that. So how did yeah. you get to a point where you like, what was it that made you convinced that you could trust yourself? I guess we'll start with that and then we'll go back to how you got into all this stuff. I think when I started, when I started, I didn't really know anything about, I, I just, I didn't, you know, you, I read it somewhere for sure where you kind of just want to be funny first. You know, you know, you go up there and you want to, and you're scared, you're younger and you're already outside of standup. You don't even trust yourself. Like in your everyday, like you're more worried, you're worried about what people think in real life. I think a lot of humans obviously suffer through that. Like, you know, you go on your life going, well, I didn't, shouldn't do that because they, so, you know, if you can't master that in real life, like, you know, now you're going on stage, so then you just want to be accepted, right? It's, uh, so I, I originally, at first, man, I was just trying, doing set up punch and then just kind of like wanting to people to like me and laugh at me, at my jokes. So I really, and then I read in this comedy Bible, it just said to learn the rules and break them. So you learn set up punch and then you learn how to break them. And then eventually... You know, you start, you, I think I was like, I, you get to a point where like, oh, I want to do this for me up there. Like, you know what I mean? Am I having fun? Am I, and then I, and I got, it was like, I was in, a, I moved to LA. I didn't, yeah, I moved for like six months, being another comic, for like half a year. And I was like, we'll just go for six months because you could legally go for that time. And I got um, robbed by gunpoint and pistol whipped. And at that time I was in between like going like telling jokes and all and trying to be myself because I was a big was this fan. Like two years ago, like I this feel is like oh, oh, way long, oh, yeah, 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 a long time ago in LA. I was trying to. I I'm the, I'm a biggest. I'm a big fan of Richard Pryor's vulnerability and him being him on stage. So that was always in my head. So I was going in between telling set up punch and then that. Yeah. And yeah, I remember yeah. I had this. Uh, I was I was doing. This. It wasn't even a joke. It's just my boy would always. Um, he'd get. He'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go pick up those girls. And then he'd always come back with this ridiculous, like he had so much confidence, but then there's this excuse. Like he'd come over, I'm like, yo, what happened? He goes, ah, they're lesbian. And like, but then you're like, no, nah, man, they don't like you. Like, you, I don't know if you made that up. <laughs> like, you ever have a, that friend? He was always that guy. He's like, ah, I think they have herpes. Like, it's just like he never took accountability for them not digging him. So f I was battling. I think, you know, when you go through that process of trying to write, like, I was like writing jokes like that. But then I also had this idea of, like, I wanted to just be myself. But you have to trust yourself. That's the big thing. If you don't trust the process or yourself, you're never going to make that. Because it's like, I wanted to get gut laughs. So by getting gut laughs, I'm like, I got to just speak within. Or not speak within. That sounds kind of weird. But was there a point where you, like... Because um, I know, like, when I talked to Dan about this, and, like, I mean, we talk about it all the time and stuff. But, like, there was... I feel like he had, like, he, there's a point where he knew that his instincts were good. And, like, he, like, that's something that I feel like you have to, you, it's sort of like a learned behavior. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, like where you trust your. Yeah, because you said you came out and you were like, I'm just going to go that way. I trusted my, I trusted myself to go that way. Right? Oh, well, it was that. And then I, I remember I got robbed. When I got robbed, I, I was like, the next day I was like, what the, what am I, I'm like, I, the, he could have pulled the clip. Like, he could have pulled yeah, it and yeah. killed me. Like, you know, and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, and then I, we just I tried telling that story on stage in LA and it bombed, which is it's fine, it should have. But I just felt freeing. 
Like, I got off stage and I was like, oh, that was wicked. Like, no one laughed. Yeah. But it felt great to tell this, like, story. So then um, I think I, I remember being at the, the uh, this is Toronto. Fox and the Fiddle used to have, like, this comedy open mic. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this comic, Daryl Purvis, was hosting and running it. And then uh, it was slow night. And then uh, he heckled, <laughs> he heckled me. He didn't echo me. He said something to me. And I was doing my act, and I kind of lost it on him. But everyone started laughing. And I was like, what are you doing? And then I get off, and he was like, that was great. I go, what do you mean it was great? You heckled me. And he goes, no, no, keep doing that. So then he kind of, like, helped me trust my, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was a thing where I could trust my, my because it was honest. So I'm like, oh, maybe I could do that. Yeah. Like, you know, so I don't, that could... Could have been the, that was these are like some turning points sure. where they were like yeah. slowly like it wasn't an easy. I what I'm saying is like I didn't trust myself right away. Wasn't this is a long process, man. This was like seven eight years of just going through trial and error of like trusting myself, not trusting myself, being scared or the, then confident and then not like it was it was back and forth. It wasn't overnight by any means. So you okay? So let's talk. Let's let's do a quick. Uh, we'll do a quick run of, of how we got here. So you were you're from Windsor, Windsor, Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Um, and when did you start, like, was comedy, because I know for me, like, I got, it, it started out, I wanted to be an actor when I was younger, um, and then I recognized what I looked like on camera, and I went, I want to be a writer, um, slash director, slash maybe background of acting or whatever, and then, you know, you just, then life happens or whatever. Yeah. So when you were a kid, were you, were you like, I want to be an actor, or I want to make people laugh? I, I just wanted to be an entertainer. I didn't know, I just, I, I remember being, I liked late night talk shows and award shows I don't know me and my sister loved award shows mm-hmm. from the MTV awards to Soul Train so I just wanted to be a performer then at 14 I remember telling my friend Rodi my, my best friend at the time I go I want to be a stand up comic when I was 14 that's all I knew and then my uncle would show me my uncle Brian would show me videos of uh, Eddie Murphy Delirious Richard Pryor and Andrew Dice Clay okay. so that's where it kind of like I guess the bug. I, I just I don't know why I said that. I just turned to him. I remember in his parents' basement. I go, I'm gonna be a comedian when I was 14. He probably thought I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Yeah, I mean, let's just go eat sandwiches. Like, we, yeah. why are we not playing hockey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's like, Why are you like, telling me this? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> he um, goes, We're only 14. So when was okay? So from from 14, when was the first time you stepped on stage? Like, when was the first time you? Well, then I didn't know how to write. Tell obviously to write jokes. So I go, Hey man, I, I remember coming home. It was so wack. I go, oh, but I'm funny through convos. So I would write my conversations out during the day on on paper. Because <laughs> I thought, I was like, oh, these will be funny on stage. I had no sense of structure or anything. So I and then I would write all the, then I eventually, I got this book called The Comedy Bible, read that, and I started to write jokes. My be- other, my friend Hugo at the time, he was, I would write them and put them in, in plastic bags. So I was like, I had all these jokes. Like one sheet of paper per plastic bag? No, a bunch of sheets. Okay, so, so you I just use stacks, a plastic bag yeah, as like a, a binder. A binder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I told I would tell Hugo I'm writing jokes. They weren't good by any by any means. I thought they were jokes. And then he worked at seven <laughs> eleven in Windsor and he had a co-workers and I became friends with them and um he I gave him the bag. Because I thought you had to be nineteen to do comedy. 
I didn't know you. Your mom could bring you to a bar. Oh, really? No, no. Yeah, I'm I guess that idiot. makes sense. No, no, but I mean, yeah. it's. I don't know that it's a, if you being an idiot. I think it's just like I. I feel like I may have felt the same thing. Like, how yeah. do you even get in there? But now that I'm older, I feel like have you ever seen like a. Um, I went to I went to Yuck Yucks to um, see Rob Bevanek perform. Yes, uh, and he, there was a kid who opened for, like a kid like that kid had to be thirteen, and he was telling like like polished like setup punchline jokes where I was sitting there going like where the fuck do you learn to yeah, write that at like thirteen yeah. like it wasn't even like I've seen young standups who are like you know they get up there and they talk oh he was like he was telling jokes like dating's tough isn't it guys or shit and you're like. What? Where did you learn? Like, why do you have patter? Like, I don't. It was like, and I'm not even like, (laughs) I'm not even in that world. But I just went. I was like, what? Yeah. How do you get that that cadence? Do you have a writer? Like, do you have a writer's room? Like, that's what it felt like. It felt like he was someone. You know, like you watch a funny people and they're like someone's writing. Writing Yeah, there was a kid like that back. Like he was on BT, but that's what happened. So I didn't. I didn't know. And then and then um, a yuck yucks had a uh, had a battle. The oh no had. To search for the funniest kit comic in Canada, so they were they came to Windsor to look for contestants, and I went up at nineteen, uh, and eighty nine X at the time had sponsored it, I believe, and I put all these eighty nine X stickers on my, I think I had a Michigan Wolverines jersey. This is awful, and I went up <laughs> and I told I told all my jokes and like rammed them all together in less. I don't even know, in seven minutes, it was bad. And I bombed, I tanked. Well, you already, yeah. like, you're already a fat. You're like me, you talk, like, quite quickly. I was nervous. Um, I, I remember one that. of the the jokes was so bad. It wasn't even a joke, it's so hacky. I was like, <laughs> when you when you go, when you're taking a, a shit in a, in a public bathroom and somebody comes in and you don't want them to hear the noise the shit makes, that you go so low in the toilet <laughs> that it splatters away. It was, like, bad stuff like that. Because that's what, that, that's what you find funny when you're, like, when, you're, when 19, your age yeah. still has a teen at the end of it, you're like, you're like, I'm gonna tell shit jokes. Now it's like, now it's like you tell shit jokes, but it's like in the 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 grand scheme of like, <laughs> like what that means for my fuck. Oh, I had to take it. Like you, it's like I woke up at a girl's house and I had to take a shit. Yes, like, yes, those yes. are the shit jokes you tell now. Like it's like, oh my 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 life and yeah. how shit fits into it, rather than just like shit's just funny, <laughs> you know? Like Which it is. Well, sometimes I wish I could go back to yeah, those no, days it, where it I was, was like, great. I wish I could just laugh every time someone goes to take a shit. Now I'm like. <laughs> This is affecting my life. Like it's always at work. Someone's always taking a shit in the back, and I'm like, and I'm like, this is not. No one should be taking number twos this close to where I have to talk to people. Like, I know. It's just yeah. It's so weird. But yeah, sorry, sorry. No, so, no, that's so you, that's so it. And I think and that, that was it. That was the first time I went on stage, and then I bombed. That's. I so feel like that's, that's a story. Like that's, that's, yeah, I think a lot of a lot of comedians could obviously have the same story, but I remember doing it, and I kind of really. I didn't understand the process. I didn't know you had to go on every day to get better. I thought you just do it a couple of times. I just really <laughs> had no knowledge. And there was really no scene in Windsor, Ontario. Yuck Yucks would let you do a guest set on Thursdays, like a five-minute guest set. And then I started doing some of that. And then I got into ecstasy. Okay. And then I just kind of dipped off. <laughs> And I was in college, and You're my mom. In a really good mood. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was fun. I had nothing to joke about. Yeah. I was just walking around with lights on my hands and yeah. shit. I was so lit for so long. <laughs> but my mom wouldn't let me. Like she was, she because I was trying to do. This is bad. It was like so little me doing stand up, but it still affected my grades. And I don't know why. You mean the the ecstasy was was fine. Ecstasy that, I could that, study. That, that, no, no, that just, came later on. Uh, but okay. my mom would be like. 
oh man, you can't do comedy, very little comedy while you're going to school. Because she wanted Fair. me to graduate from college to get a diploma. And she said, you could do whatever else after that. You didn't have to continue with your with whatever you got your diploma in. Yeah. So I did that. I went to St. Clair College right out of high school, studied advertising for one year, dropped out of that, and switched to marketing because my best friend was coming in. And then he dropped out, didn't even last a semester. <laughs> You're like, why the fuck am I still here? My loyalty was too deep. <laughs> Can I tell you, as a yeah. side note, speaking of your mom saying you had to go to university, I was watching The Daily Show last night, and yeah. the girl from, you ever watch that show Blackish? I uh, know. Okay. Do you know yeah. who the girl is? The one who's uh, the the oldest daughter on the show, her name's uh, yeah, I, I just, Yara yeah. Shashi or something. She seems like just, like, when you talk about child stars, like, she seems like she's got it together. Like, she's not going to turn, she's not going to be, you know, turning tricks on a street corner. Yeah, 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 she knows. So, she was the one who, she she's going to Harvard, and she she was the one who, uh, Michelle Obama wrote her, uh, one of her uh, recommendation letters to get into Harvard, right? Like, you're set. The president's wife says, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. that I could have gone anywhere if, uh, yeah. you know, Obama had written me a, a letter back when he was that age, old enough, when, when I was old enough to go to school. But that's not the point. The point was uh, Trevor Noah asked her what she was doing, what, what she was going to Harvard for. And, like, she answered that question not like someone who is starring in her own television show. She answered it like the smartest girl you went to high school answered it right before graduation. She was like, I'm going to Harvard to do, like, so." she's like, I want to be in governance. I want to, like, you know, change how things are done, but I don't want to be in government. Like, I want to be adjacent to government. Like, I want to do all these, like, social, like, it was just she was going in to study to be a thing and not to be a celebrity. Not, it wasn't yeah. like uh, like how what's-her-name went, uh, or at least, I mean, maybe it is, but ultimately I don't think it was because she it felt to me like she was saying, I'm not going to necessarily be an actress when I'm older. I'm going to school now because I want to do all these amazing things like to change the, the, the world. The girl from Black. The girl from Black, I was saying. And I was just thinking, and it was, I was watching it just going like, yeah, that's another world. Like, that is not a world yeah. I ever lived in. Like, that was, I always want, it was always like, how do I get to where you're sitting right now? And you're like, how do I just get to a regular fucking, fucking yeah. like, I want to be important the other way. Yeah, yeah. So and then, weird, it's such right? a, it's such a, a, a ridiculous thing because it's, it's like you, you, it is. When you say it out loud now, as, as I'm old, you're just like, or older, you're like, yeah, that's crazy, man. I just wanted to really do this to get attention. Yeah. <laughs> Like, are there girls in that program? Like, I still think, I still think sometimes where I'm like, oh yeah. man, I should have gone to like, I should have gone to school for this. Like, not only would I have found that interesting, but there were a lot of girls in that, like, in that program or something yeah, like it's that. Like I'm like, dumb. Way even, too old to be thinking about even that. The, yeah. I've, I've spit in the face of marketing. I'm just like, yeah, I just wanted to get this stupid <laughs> diploma so I could just go on and just tell dick jokes in Sudbury, Ontario. Like, it's like that's such an important thing. The problem is there's schooling so many- is like it's just like why did I take that? Why is that not enough? I'm just like. Man, I just want to be. I just want to be on that talk show. Yeah, I just. I want to be on that talk show telling Trevor Noah what I'm going to university for. Like, just, like no, yeah. Yeah, like, but it, no, no, but that's reverse. what I mean. Like, yeah, 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 I would have been like, yeah, I did this school thing, but yeah. look, I'm just really trying to hang out with Jay Z. Yeah, <laughs> do you know Beyonce? Yeah. Like, that's what you expect because you watch like it's so funny. You watch these like child stars and like every once in a while I'll see them on a, like I don't watch a lot of talk shows and shit like that, but every once in a while I'll see one on there and I'm like. I'm like, oh, yeah, you just, you don't have to fucking, you don't have to think about 
anything, yeah. you know? Like, to, the world is just just there. Like, you could just sit back and, like, just fucking coast the rest of your life, and then you're amazed that they don't. Like, the kid who's playing Spider-Man. Like, I was listening to a podcast he did, and, like, this kid, like these kids are so fucking well-adjusted. Like, they make so much money that their parents are, like... Well, the Spider-Man guy is well-adjusted? Apparently. Like, maybe it's because he's British. I don't know. It yeah. just, and, again, I'm, <laughs> I'm judging these people. Like, yeah. I'm judging her based on not even eight minutes on The Daily Show. Like, she could be... She could have finished great, yeah. that, went right back in the green room, fucking, like, mainline heroin, yeah. did a bump of coke, and went out and fucked three dudes. Like You never next, know, man. You know? Yeah, you never really, like, you know, that's why it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like we, it's, uh, we talk so much as a, as a people. We're just like, we'll do ten, ten, like, ten things about the person and not know the truth. It's yeah, just like, we'll run with it. We're like, ah, this. We just don't want to be, like, you want, yeah. you want people to think that, like, okay, let me ask you, uh, in the context of what we're talking about, let's, let, let me ask you this. So think about when you got into it, because you yeah. got into it when you're young and you, you pushed hard through. Um, could you have done, would, like, thinking about where, like, because you're not huge on social media, I, I don't feel like, like, you post, but you're not, um, like, you don't seem obsessed with it. No, I just don't know how. Like, I don't know, I don't know, and I know that's a, my, I think I got into that, I think my little brother told me last year, he goes, man, you gotta up your social media, and I looked at him, I go, you think if I knew, I wouldn't, <laughs> like, I would have done it already, like, I've been sitting like, on that. Like, you like, think yeah. I'm not, like, you think I, I don't want to do gold. it? sitting on that gold, like, yeah. I'm just like, I'll wait 10 I'll, years. I'm waiting for the right moment. Yeah. Facebook's really going to take off, and then I'm in. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I just, I, and, and that's, that sounds like an excuse I don't know how to do, but I don't. Like, I, like, Do I, you pay attention to it, though? I do, do pay you? attention, I, because I'm not, I get it, I, I <clears> applaud somebody that can sit in front of their YouTube channel and go, let me tell you something about this. Like I, I, you know, and people will say, well, do it in your own style. I just haven't found, I don't know. I haven't found what I wanted to do on social media in, that's in my voice. That's fair. Like, I don't know if I, should I attack Trump? I don't, it's like, it's <laughs> uh, like, I get, don't know. Get in line. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that Twitter feed is long. It's like crazy. Um, but okay. Well, so I, guess I don't the, know if I the, answered your question. The, I guess what I'm asking is, okay, so social media is something that like, I think in regular life, like, when you don't consider, like, entertainment or whatever, um, it can skew the idea of what other people's lives are like. Like, I find it actually fascinating to some degree that um, you watch, like, there are all these people that I have, because I hate, I hate removing people from social media. Not because I, like, have to have all these yeah. friends and stuff, just because I feel like they're going to know that I did it. And then, I, like, there's a there's this weird part of, like, my neurosis that's, like, I'm going to have to explain it to them. And I don't want to, I never yeah. want to have these awkward conversations. So now that, like, Facebook has all the, like, unfollow or, like, you can, you know, you can snooze someone on Facebook now for 30 days. Like, you click on the thing and it's, like, instead of unfriending them or unfollowing them, you just be, like, fuck off for 30 days. I don't want to That's amazing. And what that's I, what I was telling people at Facebook. I was saying Facebook should kick you off Facebook for 30 days or there one be, month. Yeah, yeah, there should be There should like, be a board at Facebook that kicks you off. You people start, can vote. Yeah, yeah, they're like, you, you get gotta get out. You get votes, like you're done for you're 30 done. days. But that's the thing, I'm trying to, I'm hoping it teaches Facebook that I don't actually like most of the people that it's showing me without me having to remove them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I guess, it's also like, so there's a couple people I know and they, they're constantly posting pictures of their life, their kids, their marriage, their possessions, the things they bought, the things they did. And it gives you this, and I know there's this idea that like, um, social media gives you a skewed idea of what other people are doing because people are just putting their best face forward, yes. so to speak. Unless you're like me and you're just posting whatever the fuck you want, because um, I don't give a shit. But the, I think with I wonder I always wonder with comedy if it's the same sort of thing. Like like if if you were coming up now, watching the people around you posting like things, would you be more in, like more encouraged? Like would you be more motivated to like? be I just I always wonder like because we because you and I are um, uh, we came up 
in, a in whatever way, but like we came up without Facebook, without yeah, Twitter, I all this other shit. I don't know how I would. I mean, there's part of me that thinks that I would have thrived had I been born ten years later. Like I really, because I was really into Facebook and yeah. MySpace when it first started. I was like, oh, this is so much fun. Like there are all these things that you can yes. do. But once it became real. Like, once all of a sudden I was hearing people be like, oh, well, they, they didn't hire me because of my Facebook posts or, like, yeah, it was you know, weird, that yeah. kind of thing. I was like, I was like, well, now I don't want to be, like, I, I, I don't want to be that invested. Yeah, I liked something that I could just fucking, I could tell, and like, escape. you know, a shit joke and, like, it's just a shit yeah. joke, you know? It's not like, oh, well, we can't hire you because, you know, you shit on the floor or whatever the joke you made like. Yeah. Um, so I just wonder, like, do you think it did it, do you think you would have had the same uh, experience with or without, like, do you know what I mean? Well, I... I originally, like, when I got into comedy, my, my, I was like, man, I want to, I want to do my act, and then I want my act to get me a TV show based off my act. I was very, I, I, I like the process of, 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 or I just like the idea of Roseanne, the TV show, and Home Improvement, and how they, how the comedian is like, the, it says at the end, based on their act. Right. That was alluring to me, and that's what I wanted to do, and then eventually get into movies and stuff. So, I, when I was coming up, I didn't before social media. I was just like, that was my goal. I was like, ah, oh, how do I? I just gotta get it. I gotta get dope at comedy, and then you know, and, and get to that direction. So when social media came popular, I still kept. I still have those goals, but I also I don't. I'm. I now I have to learn how to be funny on social media. As, as stupid as that sounds. No, no. I don't know how to do it on Instagram. I'll tell you that I'm trying. Uh, That's not true though, because you're because you were doing. Um, I, I actually this I don't think I ever told you, but the um, the stories that you were doing where it was like you didn't, and I mean clearly you didn't know how Instagram really worked in the no. sense of like the functionality of the of the app and recording it, but watching you stare at the camera like and being like, <laughs> is it on? Is it on? And I think maybe it was Alex Pavone who was yeah, like, yeah. on the with you, and you kept looking back and like the two, and I was like, that's the shit, and I. I I never knew if you were doing it on purpose no, or yeah, if it I, was like if it was a bit or if it was real. Either way, it didn't fucking matter because it was. There's something about someone being like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing. That's just so funny to me, no matter what. Oh, that was natural. I just don't yeah. because I, we were I, we were both like, man, how do we do like we do? How do you do this? Like we know how to do it, but it just I guess it's comfortability. Like that's what I'm saying. YouTube sensations just. I've mastered that, and I applaud them for that. So I think I think if I grew up now or or came up in that time, I might have adapted better and um, might have been forced to just to learn that skill because Twitter, same thing. It's I have a hard time putting my thoughts into the tweets, and I try still, but I I'm just like I love just going on stage and being organic or just doing it. So I think I'm stubborn that way, and I'm not willing to to switch over to that or, or give it more time. So I don't know if that answered the question, yeah, but no, it's no. like, yeah, I come, I still applaud people that could do that. I'm trying, like I'll do little things there, but I don't, I'm not as, um, I'm not as focused on it because I truly believe I'll get there in another route. And I tell that to my brother and he just looks at me like, man, you got to get your social game up. And like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but he doesn't believe me. Of, you're already sort of there. Like, I think yeah. he's, he's coming at, he's coming at it from maybe the perspective of like, um, you know, if you're starting out, like you need to have social media and stuff yeah. like that. Like you need to, you can't come out, um, you can't come out on stage now without, and like get an audience without having like, like, I mean, even I, I've sort of been feeling like, I, I don't, do shows and that sort of thing but like even uh, Dan and I doing the DG special at the rec room um, like trying to get people to yeah, come out yeah. and like you post shit and like no one's fucking paying attention like all <laughs> sort of shit you know so like you have to have you have to have yeah. those things now but I feel like you because I mean you're already like entrenched like when I think of um, 
like I mean you're obviously don't live in the city anywhere but like when I think of Toronto comedy like you're one of the people that I that I think of like you are your name is out there so you don't have the same um I mean you probably do but like you don't have quite the same I think the need for social media to get your name out there? I, it, 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 I, I, do, oh, I do. Like, you know, I, 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 you know, I do because I, I want to, you know, grow and stuff. So that's there. But, like, I get where my brother's coming from because yeah. the, his generation is, like, the Snapchat. So when you hear them talking about it, it's, like, they're, they're like, 14 to 19 or 14 to 23-year-olds are excited for certain social media things. So, like, that quick... I always admire people that can do those quick, like... I can't do it. I can't, because I, I can't. tried, and like, you saw, right? And then, and then yeah. like, I tried to do this, the, to write once what the thing was about. Yeah. And then, dude, once I tried to take a... I didn't know how to talk over... I was like, it was... Uh, was it Instagram? It was something. And I had a smoothie, and I was trying to talk over while the thing was going. But I fucking jammed... I didn't know how to do it, and it was just... <laughs> A photo or a video of a smoothie, and someone messaged me. This comedian in New York messaged me. He's like, "What is this?" I go, "Oh shit, I was trying to talk." And then I just got mad. <laughs> I got mad, and I four days I never went back on. I go, "I fucking hate this. This is why I'm not good at it." So it's like it, it, it is important because like you know people like get excited for like that's like how you gain followers and stuff. But again, I'm my belief is like I'm you know. I just feel like I'm. I'm just gonna keep trying, but I. I have like I'm, other things I want to work on that will get me to that level. Maybe that's a dumb, the wrong way. No, but no, but it, I mean that makes that makes sense to me, right? Because like I said, I think it's the, you know, I wa- like I work with a lot of people who are younger, and so I like watch people, and they're like, some people are just they were built for it, you know, yes, like yeah. their brain works in that way. Like my brain, like every once in a while. I think of something and I see something and it all fucking works together and I put it up and like, you know, people like, like it or they don't like it. I don't give a shit, but like, I'm happy with it, you know? But I think there's something about the, the, the Instagram stories, the Snapchat stories, like that, that aspect of, uh, social media has, I want to be better at it and I try to do it. Like a lot of things I put my nephew up on, uh, Snapchat cause I'm not allowed to put him on social media. So Shane, if you're listening, I've never done that. Um, but I, uh, but I, so I'll Snapchat it because my sister doesn't have it. And so she, she doesn't want this. Uh, they don't want me posting him on social media. Yeah, it's uh, smart. That's because they, they want him to be whatever. But I personally am like, fuck you. You know how many likes I haven't gotten now? Because, I see, like, yeah. cute fucking adorable ginger kid with, like, Snapchat filters. Like, that's gold. Gold. Well, that's huge gold. You know? I do that with, like, uh, my nieces, man. They give me, like, the, the, the likes are... And that's the nut. The crazy thing, too, is, like, people... People... It's just, like, you don't know what they like. You don't know you... Then you put something up where you're like, this is great, and it gets four likes, yeah. and it plays on your psyche and causes, I, this is going to get too, you know, it's, I've, I've oh, seen grown men, grown men and grown women, and just grown human beings who who, who should be more worried about a mortgage and and, and other things. Yeah. Just I had a one homie call me, he goes, oh, I'm bummed out. I go, why? He goes, I put up a headshot. He goes, I only got like 15 likes. I go, dog, you're in your 30s, bro. You're in your 30s. <laughs> Guy, that doesn't even mean anything. Oh. Like, it, and and when he did that, I lost it on him. And then I go, I can't be like that. That's so whack. Because it's different. It's a, it's a different world now than like. It's like yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm His depression you. is. He yeah. probably went into a a fucking ten day depression because because half of these because it's not. 
that's another thing too. It's like it's like it's not real. Like you you know, in a sense that you're not getting a real human interaction. Obviously, it's not, yeah. So it's like this. It's like weirder. It's another level of depression. It's like depression. It's like depression of like a girl broke up with me, and then there's this new depression of I don't know why the, these imaginary friends are liking me. We don't. We don't have enough levels of depression that we were like, no, no, no. Yeah. Let's make a new one on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Let's. There's internet depression now. It's you like I wasn't crazy. sad enough. You know. The, the, People will go uh, sometimes like you know because I, I they'll be like oh man like you you're all friend maxed out I go man I have twenty real friends probably the rest are <laughs> fucking losers who are not liking anything I do well, the, the, fucking losers I know you only get you twenty likes a thing you're like oh these are the people but then you look through dude I have five thousand friends <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay yeah, well that like, makes how me am feel struggling about... for likes well it's, I always laugh because my Instagram because like I mean I know you have a platform that's like bringing. A lot of people do you. I I don't have the same platform, so it's like my my friends on Instagram is like I think it's evened out around. It's usually around like eight to uh, somewhere between five hundred and a thousand. I don't remember the actual number, but it's always within twenty, like twenty or thirty of the exact same point. So like let's say it's, let's say it's eight fifty. Yeah. I'll look at it and it'll be like eight thirty nine, and then I'll go back to it and it'll be like eight forty one, and then it'll go back. You know what I mean? Like I'm always sort of like in the same world, but then I look at the likes and stuff, and I'm like, I haven't talked to these forty people in five years. Yeah. You know, like my actual years. friends who I'm seeing every day are like, fuck you and your stupid Instagram. Well, then even you know? like, it's not good enough. It's like, you know that there's a, and I always get in, I got an argument with people about it because they're like, they there's a, the Frank Ocean album Blonde. There's this, there's a, 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 is it a sketch, I guess, or a skit where this French dude is talking about Facebook. Yes. Do you remember that I know one? which one. I know and he's saying about. that, like, his girlfriend broke up with him because she, he wouldn't, he wouldn't befriend her on Facebook. And then I was talking to someone and they're like, yeah, they were the side, they took the side of the ex, the girlfriend. And I, and I, maybe I was like, am I crazy? I go, no, he's just making, I thought he was just making a point of our society. Like, that's what I thought. Like, may, you know, maybe he's a dick. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, see, I remember that being like, I remember being, th thinking like, he could the friend same her. That's fine. But I mean, I think for, I think that the bigger, the, it's, it's a layers thing where it's like, like. She needed that more. Like I got into a beat. I got into an argument with this comedian. I took him off social media. We we got into a phone. We talked on the phone. We were airing our grief, our shit to each other. The end of the conversation, end of the convo. He goes. Uh, he's like, okay, cool. We good. I go. We good. He goes. Look, can you just do me a favor? I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds nuts. Can you just add me back as a friend on Facebook? Yeah. That's no, no. so. That's net. So you're that's, telling me that's a sickness? That's a sickness. Okay, so here's the thing. I totally agree with you. I think that's what what, uh, what Frank Ocean was trying to say, was that Facebook is not the um, litmus test of how you feel about a person. I totally get... I, again, I think, yeah. and I, think that's, I think that's valid, and I think that is the Facebook sickness of, like, Facebook has become this... Like, it's a, it's a litmus test. It's a pH test of, of how you feel about things, and which is not accurate, right? It's just... Yeah, yeah it's not... The, the algorithm's the same thing. It's like, I don't really like these things. I just clicked on it because it was ridiculous. I don't want to see um, naked, hairy men, but, like, that headline, with, like, that clickbait got me, and now all my fucking ads are, like, oh, that, yeah. nair, you know, like, or whatever it is. And I'm like, I don't care about this shit. So I get it from that perspective, but I also think from the other perspective, like, if I was dating someone and they were like, I don't want to add you to Facebook, I'd be like... What are you doing on Facebook that you don't want me to fucking? I, you know, and I. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I, so you I, get, I, see both I get both sides. sides. Of it. Yeah. I, you know, I, look, look, I'm not, I'm not a monster. I wasn't like, oh man, fuck that bitch. <laughs> fuck I, you. Yeah. Fuck her. Fuck no, everyone. No, I was just saying. I think Frank or whoever was idea was just to do. It was 
it was maybe I don't know I, I, I took it as a different way but that's why Frank Ocean's great though is because it did have I felt like it had both those like both you those could sides. take whatever you want, want from, from it, it yeah. which is so weird because that's sort of what Facebook is like you can theoretically like when it's not unhealthy it's just you take like that was why I was trying to have I was trying to explain this to someone the other day and I think that's what I was missing in terms of what I was saying is that we were talking about how Facebook like I remember when Facebook started and I was like oh this is really cool like there's all these really cool things that it can do but it's like the definition of the slippery slope like yes all these cool things that you can do are only cool if they're individuals doing them the second it becomes your mom's on there and like everything's yeah. on there and like it's <laughs> constant like face the algorithms telling you what you like and all this sort of not, shit and you're like a business. oh i don't want I, now i don't want this it's yeah. like it's that thing i don't want to be part of any group that wants me to be a part of it and yeah, it's now not cool Facebook's anymore, constantly yeah. being and i i buy it like i it, it doesn't it like, gets us all instagram now too with the instagram ads like i'm buying t-shirts from fucking websites i would never buy because Same. they know they know the things i love i'm getting you added I mean? because i i, I added uh, a shoe play but yeah and it, but the thing too is like is like what what my with my that guy that friend it's just like he needs the validation of us on on the internet is very important to him it's not it's not it's not all the way he's not totally satisfied with me going hey man we're friends in real life now yeah he goes yeah but uh, you know and it's it's, it's crazy. not true unless it's on Facebook it's like, yeah, yeah and it's like I maybe I would act the same way as him. I don't know, but I thought that was very interesting and also disturbing at the same time. Oh, to- well, it's a, I think it's such a sign of the time we live in because it's it's that person saying, your words are not enough for me. No. Like, the thing that bothered me was that you told the world we weren't friends. Even yeah. though the world's not paying attention, it's just like, Facebook is the thing. It's like well, the it's like the likes thing. Like I I don't care when I don't get a lot of likes. I don't assume I'm gonna get a lot of likes. But yeah, I po- I did this post like two years ago. It was about baseball. It's about um, Pete Rose. Uh, the, I was watching baseball one night. I just gotten back into baseball, and I was blown away by all the DraftKings advertisements on it because DraftKings and all those like uh, if you're not familiar with DraftKings, um, they're like a fantasy sport thing where you can just pay for like certain bets and whatever right but like it's betting it's legalized gambling um and baseball is so adamantly yeah. against legalized, legalized gambling because p rose has never been like the whole p rose thing has always been a, a thing that like as a kid i was always like i don't understand why he didn't bet on himself like i never got it so why I did he this, did he did he why betted. he's banned for life like why he can't go into the hall i've always been because he bet against him uh self like he gambled did he bet against himself or did he just i think he just bet on oh, baseball yeah. i don't think he ever that's bet against himself Regardless, I'm not saying that his, like, not being able to play or coach, like, I don't, that's all fair. But the not being able to get into the Hall of Fame thing always threw me off because I was like, he's, like, one of the best hitters of all time. Like, just put put it on the plaque. He gambled, we kicked him out, but he's still in the Hall, you know what I mean? Like, so I never got that. But I I did this post about, like, I took a picture of the the screen and and I circled the DraftKings thing with all these arrows and I wrote, like, baseball, a little bit of a fucking, you know, there's a little hypocrisy going on here, blah, blah, and I hashtagged it, trying, and it caught, like, it is without question my most liked uh, Instagram post, like, 300 people liked it or something like That's that. That's good. Not a bad number. For me, it was, like, fucking, you know, skyrocket. You open up a bottle of champagne. Exactly. I was, like, tell, I was telling everyone. I was, like, look, I got, like, two. I was, like, there. I'd be, like, 200 likes, 250 likes. So, like, I don't care about, li- like, no likes, but when you start to, like, see traction, um, that, I, that I was, like, I was surprised by how... 
Um, and it's meaningless. Like it was a meaningless post that had nothing to do with my life even really. But I was like, so I told everyone that I got like 300 likes on fucking Instagram. It's addictive. Like it's like, but it's like anything. I I think it's like anything else, man. When you, when you find a new ice cream place in your, in your block, you go in and you're like, this is great. And then you just fucking are there 20 times maybe in a month because you're like, this is, (laughs) this is amazing. And it's the same thing. It's like, dude, who doesn't want 4,000 likes? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Who doesn't? It's like always human. You no know, one's no one, whoever's like nah man I'm good. You're like yeah you're crazy right. <laughs> what I'm saying is don't don't alter your personality for the wrong ways or don't kill yourself or don't 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 be emotionally a wreck for them. Yeah, totally. you know what I mean. If you can find balance yeah. in going like oh, I'm fine with five likes, but I'm also dope and love four thousand yeah. likes. But if you're like, man, five likes, ah, I'm, I'm hitting the bottle, and then your life is, you don't even talk to your kids, you're like, that's... Well, that, that's crazy. when you know you have a problem. You're putting up yeah. a picture of yourself, and you're like, okay, I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm not I'm not liking what I see, and my girlfriend isn't doing, like, my girlfriend isn't, like, she likes me already, so, like, who the fuck cares what she yeah. thinks, right? So, I need to put it up there, and if I don't get 20 likes, I'm up. Yeah, if you're going you to know? that thing, like, yours is, you're, you're, what, you do, what you describe is fine, because you're genuinely excited, and there's nothing wrong with that, it's just that... When you start, when it starts doing wrong things to you and your emotions, I think, and d- disturbing you and making you f- like that's a, a sickness or a drug. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what technically drugs do to you, anyways, right? Yeah. Was it the they alter? Uh, what is or the just, fucking not Ritalin? That's the the drug for it. it's uh, your oxy no. Uh, or just in general, people something. go you're yeah. hooked up like melatonin. I think. Yeah, or I think when when like you know like when that? you hear a rapper go, man, fame is just like a drug. Like yeah, you, you need insane. more. You need more of it. And it's Nothing's just like, ever good enough. Exactly. So people are chasing likes and stuff. Uh, and I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> happened to me, man, where I've just been distraught. I'm like, what? Tw- 25 likes? I, go, ah. I spent I half like, an hour <laughs> writing that fucking thing. <laughs> this was amazing. I can't even get a like for a minute of the work <laughs> that I did. Um, I've been a wreck. <laughs> um, okay, we are going to take a quick break because uh, one of the things about Dave and I is that we literally can talk for hours um, on street corners and uh, yeah. wherever it happens to be. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we are going to get a word from uh, my sponsor, which I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised about. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. I'm Michelon Rodriguez, and you're listening to Running Up the Downstairs, brought to you by Josh Finkelman's Instagram and Twitter accounts, at KJoshRadio. It's a pretty cool podcast. I did one. And by pretty cool, I mean he forgot to close the back door, and it's pretty cool in here. You should bring a jacket. All right. We are back. Um, so uh, I, what I, I think one of the big things about this podcast is that um, – motivation is I know one of my struggles like the getting out of bed thing in the morning um but I also have a full-time job and so for me sometimes the motivation is like how do I how do you find the drive to work on something after you finish work or on your days off yeah um now I mean a slightly different situation for you but like do you find that motivation is a um a given for you like you don't need to like push yourself to do the things that you're doing or do you find that like like what is it that gets you that 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 gets you working you know what i mean uh well a lot probably makes i still need to be you know motivated every day you know there's 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 days where there's obviously you know you put pressures on yourself so you want to accomplish like 42 things in one day and i don't get to them 
So then it'll be a while where I feel like shit about it. But now I'm just like, hey, man, if I can get to one or two of those. So it's constantly I have to motivate myself. There's a there's a there's a but there's a drive in me that wants to do stand up all the time. So that that is in me where I'm like, I got to do it. And I used to and I work day jobs like sometimes two day jobs in one day. And I would find the strength uh, or, or not. Just, I don't know. I said it like I was a warrior. I would just go do three sets at night. I think that was half. I was crazy. <laughs> but, but there's a warrior. There's a warrior aspect. To like that. I was out of my mind. Uh, my dad's like my dad and my mom don't like they they're workers. Like they they you know they put their minds to it. You know, they'll just go. Like my mom doesn't sleep. Like you know what I mean. My dad would work like long hours and come home and work on the house. I don't know if it's passed on from them. It's just like I could do it. You know, I, uh, but I still do need to find motivation because you know when you're dealing with depression, anxiety sadness there's fear there's like i don't i need to make this much money or i need to attain this goal all those things uh have played parts in my personal life to keep me motivated so what's the if you had to especially today like now that you've because i mean you're you you've seen a fair amount of success for um like in your own career, like you're on uh, Mr. D now, which is on CBC. Yeah, like you've it, done, you know, just for last things and all that sort of stuff. So, like, um, do you find that success has made you, um, or what success you you've had has made you more motivated, or do you find that it becomes slightly harder to be motivated because you're like, oh, some this stuff is going to come to me now, whereas no, maybe it didn't as much. It, uh, it's before. fear. I, 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 a lot of it is fear, man. I'm scared. You get scared to like, you know, scared that you're not the best, you know, of your ability. You're scared that people aren't going to talk about you. There's like fear plays a part with me personally where I'm like, I, I always want to be the best comedian. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop, you know, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I also too anxiety like uh, uh, low self-esteem plays a part of it where even when you do gain some success, you're like, oh, this ain't shit. So then you just con- then you motivate yourself because you go well. This is this this is relative to success. I need like like in your head you you divide what real success is in your head. You just start you start being an, your worst enemy. You're like well this isn't real because it's not this big. So then they can't be successful. So then there's there's those kind of motivations that 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 keep me going whether they're right or wrong whether they're my own narrative. But yeah, I don't I don't sit back and go oh you know because I got this there's there's a sense of a little bit of a relaxation maybe where you're like well i've gained enough credentials you know so it's it, it might be a tad one percent easier to maybe get certain things now but i'm always like because i always feel too man like now especially i think people forget or they're just like oh, they're on to newer things quicker so you gotta stay on top because they'll just be like you know, we're consuming things so fast you're just like, you know, like just yeah. so fast. You can, I, I'm not surprised, you know, you could be somewhere at Starbucks and they're like, uh, like they're just changing things so quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know why I used that as an example, but it's just like so fast with technology and I think people's attentive span, is, 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 they're, 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 they'll just move on to something else. Like when an album comes out now, I feel it's gone in two days. It's gone for oh man, it's fast. It's crazy. You're like, hey, did you hear this? And they're like, oh no, no, I, I'm I'm over that now. <laughs> you're like, you're like, go fuck yourself. I, I do you remember when two days ago? I don't know if you do when when Fifty Cent get get rich or die trying came out. I left. Uh, I mean this girl, mean this girl Tina, my classmate, left class. Well, I don't think we went to class to get it, oh, and we I, sat with that album for I don't know how many months. I'll give you one better. Do you remember lining up for concert tickets? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember, like, the thing, like, the, the, the thing of, uh, like, being somewhere for something you wanted now? Like, yeah. you had to go put an effort into yeah. getting the thing rather than just, um, like, on your phone. Like, a new album came out, and it was like, I gotta go get that new album. You had to album. physically left. Yeah. We, we, we risked a chance of maybe failing <laughs> to go get Curtis Jackson's album because... The, it, and it lasted. You were like, "Oh man, is you you went through." And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And I sound hella old talking like this. I, I'm. I'm. I'm Welcome also to my life. Except <laughs> I also excited that I can get these things so quick now. But I'm saying it's like as a performer, you're like, "Man, I gotta stay, keep creating," because you're just gonna get lost in all this shit. Can you sit back and enjoy it though? Like, can you? Yeah, I try you, to. It's healthy. Now I'm trying to do. I'm the worst. I'm the worst, man. <laughs> Like, I, 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 I'm just, like, oh, in my head, and I'm just like, this ain't shit. And I'm, I promised myself the last two years, especially last year, to, 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 to take on a project and enjoy it and then just not worry about ten steps after that. Also to sit back and go, man, you know, you did this and that. And I'm, like, legitimately sitting somewhere and just taking it in. So I'm, I, last year, I, I, for my own health, I was like, I'm going to wake up excited about things and try to smart, try to have fun per day i'm just gonna take it per per day just so that i'm not bouncing off the walls anymore because i was my worst enemy and i was depressive and it just wasn't healthy man i wasn't having fun anymore doing stand-up or just not even having i was like i was you know when you call yourself a, I was just like i literally was like man you're a loser and (laughs) and i don't want to be that guy anymore i saw like in my head i go i just have a vivid image of who i was like a year two years ago and i go yo don't go back to that loser. <laughs> he was just garbage. He was like, and and the sad part is like nobody, nobody really knew how jealous and petty I was deep down inside. They were just like, ah, oh, he's probably he's a good guy. Yeah. And just they didn't know there's this awfulness inside that now I'm just trying to cleanse. Just roiling, just <laughs> yeah. roiling like like a black tar just <laughs> yeah. leaking out of you. No, but that's I think that's I think that's natural because I know I feel the same way sometimes where I like I mean again different worlds but like there are times where I'm just like people are like oh you're such a nice guy and you're like oh yeah you could just hear the things that I yeah just yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like and just like the like what was it um oh it was someone <laughs> I can't. Oh, okay. By the time anyone else hears this, they'll never be able to figure out who I'm talking about. So I'm going to tell a story. I'm not going to say names, but I'll tell you this story. So I was out, and a friend of mine got upset about something, and, uh, like, upset. Like, she, like, deeply upset, yeah. like, crying or whatever, and everyone's trying to make her feel better or something, and then she, I can't remember how it was exactly it was phrased, but something about, I'm not going to kill myself or whatever. And uh, She said that. She said, yeah, I'm, oh. not, like, I'm not that kind of depressed. I'm not going to kill myself. And then I immediately went to say something along the lines of, well, fuck it, if you're not going commit you might as well kill yourself or something like that like i was as a joke it was, yeah the yeah. joke was gonna be why don't you just kill yourself because in my head i was like oh that would be funny, funny because you're i don't want you to kill yourself but i literally started to say it and i went oh no i can't put that out in the fucking world like, <laughs> oh it's too dark i was like it's just too you know what i mean like there are some times where i don't want to write things about people because you ever see one of those like twilight zone episodes where uh the guy who he writes something and then it happens there's like a point oh one percent of my brain that is concerned that maybe I'll have that power. Do you know what I mean? Oh, to like, say yeah. Like, like I'll type something like, um, you know, I'll, I, sometimes I find it difficult to write stories that are 
too close to my own life because then, then you know if I kill the mother or something in the yeah. story then like what happens if my mom dies and then I'm, the rest of my the life, life is, yeah. I'm like did I make it happen you know I know <laughs> it didn't happen but like no, I did know. I make, so like literally I was I went to make that joke and then I went nope no I'm not gonna put it in the world that I want her to kill herself you know what I mean like no, even though no. I knew it was a joke dude I love it's weird I don't know why I love I would I'd, I've written sketches about suicide a lot but never something that like not because you're I don't know yeah. I've thought about it when I was a kid when I was younger but I'm I just we I remember we wrote this I was had this idea for a sketch where it was like a, a friends at a Chinese or just at a restaurant and then one of the friend they're like oh so you guys we're all gonna do that marathon run and then the one dude goes nah I'm I'm not gonna do it and they're like why he goes I'm not gonna be around they're like oh you want a vacation he goes no nah, I'm gonna kill myself and then everyone was like oh my god. Uh, they're like coming to his aid. He goes, no, no, I'm fine. I dealt with it. It's just like I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. It's just as simple as that. I got plans. I got plans. And then one of the friends, when the bill comes, the the, the guy, the guy who's gonna kill himself goes, uh, "Are you guys mind? Because uh, it's like um, no cat. It's uh, it's a um, no uh, no credit. It's just cash. I don't have any of that. Do you mind putting in for me?" And the one friend goes, "Well, we don't know because what if you kill yourself? I'm not gonna get that money back." <laughs> And then they go, That's good. but then it turned on the guy. He goes, well, come on, man. It's just like, and they're like, no. And then that one friend makes just, there's an ATM machine here. And he's like, well, I don't like using ATM machines from, from like businesses like that. I needed to go to my bank. And then they're like, what's your bank? And it's like, whatever the bank is like, oh yeah, there was one a block away. And they're like, you want me to walk? A block, so just to make the That's really, I love so, dark shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, I'm so. not even a dark, like, if you see my comedy, it's not dark by any means, but I've written, like, a lot of suicide. Oh, dude, I told, I told you, the two things, like. that crazy? I don't know why it's crazy to me, where I'm just, like, not. No, but I, I, that's the thing, is I totally, I totally get where you're coming from, because sometimes you just, like, things just. It's almost like coincidence. Like, you just don't... Like, you know, you're always seeing the same person on the street. Yeah. You're always... It's just, like, the world works that way. And so you can read into... You can read coincidence into it. Or you can just be like that. Just, yeah. We just happen to be in the same place. Um, whereas, like, I know the two... I have sort of two larger scale things that I want to work on at some point in time. One... Like, two plays. One that I'm actively working on. One that I'm not. Both are about death. Like, both yeah. are completely... Like, one's about what happens when you die. And one's yeah. about a ghost. And I'm like... And I was thinking about it recently. And I was like... I don't think about death a lot. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I do, but not in, like, an immediate way. Like, not in, like, it always... But apparently, like, that's, you know... It's do, you believe, do you believe, like... Because you said coincidence. I was... Like, yesterday, I was... I, you know, I had, I had done this thing. But the, a homie has this uh, shot something, and I, I got to play a role in it. And then my boy was asking me about it. He was like, hey, man, did you hear anything about it? I go, no, not really. And then, like, 30 minutes later, the project I did, the dude texted me. And he was just talking about the, the scene, like just chopping, like just talking about. Oh, like it. someone else uninvolved. No, him, the actual guy. So no, no, had, who asked you about? Oh, that's not involved. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, man, did you, have you heard anything?" I go, "Nah, man, I haven't heard anything." And then, and then literally, like thirty minutes after that person who the, I was doing did the project with, it was involved. Messaged me. He's like, oh, "I was looking over the footage. It, it looks great." Like, and I haven't heard from him in like three weeks. And see, I had text them, and they never got back to that text. See, it's weird. I'm I'm not a believer in because like people are because I mean I, as what someone, do you what do you like? Well, he, okay, so here's but, the thing. I am someone who's like I call myself a realist. People yeah. like are like, like oh, you can that's coincidence, but it's just like sometimes I want to believe that coincidence is a thing, and sometimes I can't. And I find because this this is what ends up happening. I end up going back to the idea um, that there are n no coincidence is one coincidence. 
friends. Do you know what I mean? Like you and I, Dave and I, um, for the audience, um, Dave and I know each other from like legitimately bumping into each other on the streets. Yeah. Like for years. Like I have pictures, like repeated birthdays that I would be out. Yeah. Dave would just materialize there. I'd be walking down. All boys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always there. We've always been in sort of like, um, peripheral circles. Um, and whenever we, especially like back, back, because it's been, I feel like it's got to be almost 10 years, yeah, if yeah, not man. longer. I'm not, um, that's how long I know those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, it's one of those things where like, we would always stop, we would end up having like this, like this podcast is going to be way longer than some of the others. Cause like Dave and I just go and we yeah. just talk. Um, but like it was all, I don't know. I, this may be, and I could be wrong about this. There may have been other times that weren't. Uh, that were more planned than the usual. But this may be the first time that we've ever planned to hang out and actually hung out. This is the first time. Do you know time. what I mean? This is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this is but you are someone that I um, I consider a friend. I've yeah. always, you know what I mean? And it's some, you're someone I've never, as much as I, we should change that, it's we always meet by coincidence. Yes. But the thing about coincidence and just using us as an example, if you think about all of the things that had to happen to get you to that place where we coincidentally met. Yeah. And then same thing on my side, like all of the things that had to happen in just such a way so that we, we approached each other on yeah. the street at the, that exact moment. Like there's no way that it, it's not just one coincidence. It's like you had to wake up that morning and like, you know, uh, maybe answer the phone instead of taking a shit right away because that put you into that trajectory. So you don't believe in, so you I don't think, I don't think anything. You think you were supposed to meet and do all that? No, no, no. I think it's the opposite. I think, I mean, it is coincidence. Sorry. It's not fate. It's coincidence. Like, I don't think there's a plan to anything. I think it's all just coincidence is a real thing where like shit just happens and like, you know, it oh, you don't believe in space? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think there's a there's a bigger there was a plan for yeah. us to meet. I would like to think that there's a bigger picture in life because it makes me feel better about um, certain things. Like, you know, my dad passed when I was eighteen, so I would like to think that there is a a grandiose plan that someone has on like a a cork board with strings and pictures yeah. and all sort of stuff that makes sense. So you chop up the, the story, the thing I told you as coincidence. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, just it was just it was you, it, it, but coincidence, but like. But coincidence isn't just, I feel like coincidence downplays it, right? Because it's not, I don't think it's faded. It's a weird, I have a weird sense of it's not, you don't this. believe, it's not, you don't. It's like, not faded, it's but like, it's not, or it's not meant signs. to be. You don't believe in that. Yeah, it's but. that coincidence seems like it's just one coincidence. We just happen to walk up uh, and, on the street at the exact but same multiple. time. But it's actually like thousands and thousands and thousands of coincidences to the point where it can't even really, I feel like coincidence is this misleading idea that things happen by chance, but not that they're planned. Like there's no fate. There's no like, you know, someone goes in the morning, goes Dave and Josh are going to meet on the street here this afternoon. But I feel like coincidence is something that is so large. Like there is no such thing as an unconnected moment. Like there just isn't. And people take that as like, it's fate. Right, but like it's not fate. It's like the like a fucking rock fell down a hill at some point in time, and that started. It's like literally the slippery slope. Like life is just a series of slippery slopes. Like you just you start somewhere and you end up somewhere else, and like millions and millions of things have to happen. Like even going back so far as like just I was trying to say to someone once, it was like think about all the things that had to happen for your parents to fuck at the exact moment that you happened. Right, and it's like. 
people want to be like, it's fate. That's too big for me to understand. The universe can't be that meaningless to some degree that th everything yeah. just happens in a vacuum. But I genuinely think that everything just happens because that's how it happens. Like yeah. you, you, you blow up a balloon and you pop it and the air that's in that balloon spreads out into the world, right? You yeah. don't see it happen, but it, it does it. It's like you're right? saying like my, my, my guy could have just been talking with someone prior days exactly. and then it's, ah, oh, shit, I got to text them. Yeah. And then just by, yeah, yeah, that's it. But it feels to you like, holy shit, the world it has It was just a, so funny because I've been waiting, not even a purpose. I was just like, man, I text... I text this guy and he never got back to me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, like, it's a, and it's a comfort but thing. But also, he could have just been busy and he's like, I'm not getting back to you. Yeah, it's just coincidentally yeah. that's when he responded. But, and that's the thing, like, that's why I love coincidences and it's like, I, I think that they're, I almost think that they're more, they're, it's so weird because people want to chalk them up to fate and like grandiose plans and all shit and I'm like, it's the opposite but it's almost more mind-blowing. Like, I think it's more amazing that coincidences happen because they are not, there's, they are, a I think, 100% random. I think yeah. that everything that happens in life is 100% random because you make a decision today and that decision might affect something that you do a week from now and then that decision changes your entire life. You know what I mean? And, like, it might seem like there's fate involved right. because that was where... Because I always say, like, I'm where I was supposed to be. Not... Or I'm where I... I'm where I... I'm where I am. And I can't... I never want to feel bad about what I did before, even if I feel yeah. bad about it. Like, fuck it. I made the choice that I thought I made at the time and whatever. But, like, I, I want to take comfort in, like, the grand plan. But I can't. But I almost find it so amazing that, like anything coincidental happens. like when you really think about yeah. it like how many people are in toronto you know and just for the two of us That's, to meet up yeah. like i think that is fucking amazing but i don't i can't i cannot give it that more weight fate. than it actually has you know what i mean it's like, just, it, it's like oh, let me I, oh, now that you got me on this because i think it's funny is like when i went to film uh when i was filming mr d in halifax the street where the where we were filming at is the street uh, i um is windsor I think it was Windsor. Yeah. Oh, the street's called Windsor. Yeah. Oh, that's and I grew see that's that crazy, is it, but that, right? But what is that even? I was just like, I didn't look, I didn't read into it like. Oh, but doesn't but I was it like, blow oh, your that's fucking nuts? Doesn't it blow your mind a little bit more when you think about when you think about it in the context of there is nothing, nothing was purposeful here. Do you know what I mean? Like some point. 50 years ago, they built that subdivision and some fucking dude went, that's Windsor Street, that's uh, Ontario Street, that's, you know, Toronto Street because those were... So are you saying there's no perp, like there's no meaning to that? It's just by coincidence, it's by... But that's why it's almost more amazing because there was no plan to it. Like some guy just named those streets, streets whatever it was. The city at Windsor. Yeah, because he, well, no, no, named the streets, like he probably named the street after the city of Windsor, right? Yeah. Like that was probably thought out. But how would that guy, like, that guy could never have known that you'd be standing on Windsor Street being like, oh, my God, I'm on a TV show, and it's on fucking Windsor Street, and I'm from Windsor. That, to me, is more amazing, so, it's so amazing. than fate, like, right? Uh, yeah. Like, the whole idea of fate is, like, someone's fucking up there, and they're doing things that are affecting whimsical. your life. Whims like yeah, <laughs> there's whimsical fucking purpose. You're yeah, like, but it also that. means that bad things, when bad things happen to you, that means someone did something bad to you. You know, like when something, and I think it's just, like for me, it's always just that the fucking, like the universe is so, it's so huge. There's so much fucking that happening it, yeah. that it just, it, it seems like fate because we can't fucking comprehend the scale. But like when you really start to think about all of the things that have to happen, I think people 
normally gravitate towards, that means there's meaning to it. Because, because there's no other way to... Un- yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want there to be meaning. I think it's amazing. I think it is fucking phenomenal that this kind of shit happens for no reason at all. Like, I don't... I, yeah. I don't know that there's comfort in it or anything like that because I don't find it all that comforting because, like, you have no... It's like those... You know those little the silver balls that, you, that they yeah, play yeah, back yeah, and forth? Yeah. It's sort of like that. It's just fucking things are happening. Well, because, if for entertainment, you're just... You're in your head, you're chalking it up for, like, yeah, I mean, I'm meant to do this. You're always looking for, yeah. like, I'm meant to do it. But then you're just meant to do it because you want to do it. That's the thing. You're meant to do it because it's He's, what... It's what fills that hole in you. Like, every Everyone has yeah. a hole, right? And it's like, I, I think that's part of why I, I'm doing this podcast now because I've always thought I knew what went in the hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I never put a lot of effort into filling the hole. I just went, there's a hole. Like, I joke that I'm empty inside and whatever, but that's a whole other thing. I just feel like everyone has that per- that that yeah. purpose, right? And some people fill the hole with family and kids and marriage and whatever. Some people fill it just by working a day-to-day job and, like, paying yeah. the bills and, like, being a, you know, productive member of site. Some people, you know, fill it with, like, violence and whatever. I always was like, I'm going to fill it with creation. I'm going to yeah. create things, and that's going to fill it. But then I never really pushed through the creating of it, yeah. right? I just went, I know what goes in there, and eventually I'll put stuff in there. And now I'm like, oh, fuck, man, I'm, I'm, I'm cresting middle age. And I'm like, oh, the hole's still empty. I'm supposed to fill that hole with something. Yeah. And this is how people end up being alcoholics, I think, because then they're just like, I haven't put anything in there, I'm going to fill it with boobs, right? And I puke easily, so I can't do that. You know what I mean? You look for, like you said, it's just like, you're just looking for this... I, but sometimes it is actual because I remember when I got I did this this role thing I just had seen the I'd seen the my homie on a show and then he was like oh man, you want to audition like, really? oh that's wicked yeah he, he's like you want to audition I go yeah and, he, and he's like but it, it, it you can go deeper meaning like oh man if I didn't if the girl that I knew the comic didn't tell me to go do this festival. I wouldn't have saw him there because he was on it. But you, like, you can go do- deeper. You can go, you can go, like, that's why I find it so amazing. You can go back further. You can be like, well, I almost didn't meet that girl in the first place because yeah. of this reason. Or the only reason I'm friends with that guy in the first place is because of this over here. Yeah, but it could be just yeah. a whole bunch of coincidences that you, that have been going on for so long that I have no uh, grasp of, or why would I? It's, and then you just... I think it's, a, I personally just think it is fucking, like, it's just... It's like astounding. It's like the real definition of the word astounding. Yeah. Like it and it it doesn't like I said it doesn't comfort me, but I do feel that it is it's just the way the world works and so it takes maybe it is comfort, I don't know. It, I think it takes a lot of the it takes a lot of the hit off of bad not a lot of the hit, but it takes some of the weight off of bad things because I think people who are like I don't know, maybe I'm wrong and I, I probably should ask some people who are like deeply, you know, devout or whatever because I think they also I think it's all how you parse the the idea but I think they may take the weight the weight of bad things is lighter because they're like oh well there's a reason for this whereas I'm like the weight of bad things is slightly lighter because there's fucking like everyone's in the same boat I just happen to be this happens to be my boat I had nothing to do with it but like that's the way the world works or whatever I don't know maybe I'm uh the best part is I'm like so sober right now um, <laughs> yeah, so you know what I mean? I'm like, very sober. It's, yeah, I I'm just, very, I, very sober. For the people who know me, I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page because it does sound like I'm stoned right now. Uh, <laughs> it does sound, like the world is so magnificent. Yeah, I kind of put you in, I kind of like steered it because those, those were trigger words where I was like, oh, because I do, yeah, that, I was just, I heard those words and, I, and sometimes I just want to yeah. be like, I like getting people's opinion. I ask a lot of questions. Totally. And people sometimes get mad at me because 
they, I think they equated to like, man, what are you stupid? I'm like, no, man, I like, I like knowing. I'm also like knowing details that nobody else cares about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah, always yeah, like, yeah. what about this? And they're like, why would you ask that? And then I, I don't. I think it comes in handy. I, that, like, because it's little details. It's little details that make things real when you're. I mean, at least for me, like when. Um, this will lead into my last question, but yeah. um, the movie I Tanya. Have you? Have you? No. You were you were around during like the Tanya Harding thing in the yeah, Olympics, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I didn't see the movie though. Let me let me give you um, uh, go see it. It is. Uh, it's so fucking funny. It's uh, if anyone involved with the movie I Tanya is listening to this right now, fucking good job. It's so great. Yeah. But the thing is, it's supposed to be funny. Yes. Okay. Oh, it's like it's it's it's, it's a brilliant a movie. Okay. I think it will. It's it's one. It's been nominated for like Golden Globes. I think. I think it's gonna get nominated for Oscars, whether they win out? or not. Yeah, it's been out for like a week or two, something like that. It's only playing at the Varsity. It may start wide this week, but like if you're, it's not a documentary. It's. it's Wait, a it's dog. not mockumentary. It's basically it's documentary style. Like so, uh, it's all actors, but it's based oh. on interviews with Tanya Harding and Jeff Galuli. And so, um, Margot Robbie plays an older Tanya Harding through the interview stuff. Same thing with uh, Sebastian Stan, uh, Bucky from the Marvel movies, which I didn't realize. There, everyone's really great in it. But the thing about Margot Robbie's performance, and it's funny that you mentioned like the little things, because I think it's a I, I again it'll lead into my next, my last question, but I think it's a writer thing because I look at little details like the little details are the things that make things real for me so the reason that I bring up I Tanya is when she's young when she's like a teenager in the movie because they play she plays her from I want to say 13 straight on there's another actress playing her as like obviously oh, yeah. a kid, but she plays her straight on and they do all sorts of little movie tricks to make her look younger and same thing with uh with Bucky and everything but when she's like 14 or 15 she has braces and I kept, I could not not notice it because it was such a subtle little thing, but it was so, I thought it was just such a fucking brilliant acting, like, thing. Every time she smiled, and, like, most actresses probably would have played the braces for laughs. It's a comedy, essentially, right? Like, something about Mary, like the Ben Stiller braces, like that kind of thing. They were big braces. But every time she smiled, especially at, um, uh, Bucky, who was, like, the love interest, she smiled, the braces flashed for a second, and she pulled her lips over top of the braces. Now, as someone who had braces, I, I remember that. You, do you remember, like, smiling and then realizing that your braces were visible and then, like, pulling back into yeah. it? It's almost a weird grimace. Like, it's almost a snarl, but it's still... You're, it was such a little thing, and it was something that I can't remember seeing in another movie where an actress was playing a younger That's character a, yeah. with braces. It was just such a little thing, but it was so fucking... I went... I went, that's, like, she She isn't just a fucking, like, the girl who plays uh, Wonder Woman, I'm like, maybe we'll only be Wonder Woman, you know? Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying. Margot Robbie played um, uh, Harley Quinn, and I think, to some degree, you know, you could make an argument that maybe she's just Harley Quinn, like, she was a hot girl in Wolf of Wall Street, and then she's Harley Quinn, and, like, is she really a good actress or not? I mean, maybe ultimately, who fucking knows? But like, it's that little thing where I went, "Oh, you're not just a, f- you're not just a pretty girl. Like, you're a oh, great she, actor." And she plays, so she plays uh, Tanya Harding at, from fourteen till she's old. Yeah, pretty much. So they put makeup 14, on. Her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. And but it was this little thing about the braces, and I was like, it made her being that age so real. And so it's interesting that like you say it as uh, like you like these little details because I'm the same yeah. way. And so um, I mean, we could continue talking for uh much longer than this but i'll make this the last question and we'll have you back the next time you're in town but like um do you okay so you obviously write like do you find you write are you 
how do I phrase this? Like, are you a writer as well as a comedian? Like, is writing something that you do regularly? And if so, like, describe your writing um, relationship. I used to, when I started, I used to write everything down. I'd write everything so detailed down from, like, everything, man. So, and then over time, um, I started to just come up with thoughts in my head, either jot them on a, on a notepad and then go on stage and create the idea up there. So I would, and I just fell into that. So now, like all day, I'll play with it. I go, oh man, this happened to me. And I'll just, I'll redo, I'll do it in my head. I'll be like, oh, you should place this there, this there, and go on stage and try to go every night, I don't know how many times, to work it up on there. So I, you know, I'm writing, it's, it's, I don't know why it's tough for me. I have a hard time sitting down and sitting still and putting things on paper. I'm trying to get better at that. Uh, big time, you know, you know, so that's, that's, that's where the process of it. So do you find you're doing more right? Because it's interesting, because like, I always, especially when I was younger, and like, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I guess, I was like, because people are always like, oh, you're funny, you should do stand up. And I'm always like, my mental thought process is always exactly the same. Yeah, I remember staying, like, I, I recognize that I'm funny, people laugh when I make jokes and whatever, and you're standing in a group, I've definitely had that experience of like, everyone's laughing at a story I'm telling. Sure. Those are usually the most yeah. people are like, do you do stand-up? Also partially because I'm like one foot in, one foot out yeah. of the comedy community. I think sometimes people just think I'm a stand-up. Um, and I'm like, oh, no, not really. Um, but I never went that way because for me, I could never I could never make myself funny on paper in that way. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. there was a point where I was always like, maybe I should just go up and do it. And then like, like exactly what you're yeah. describing. So like, do you find, so two parts. Do you find that when you're doing stand-up, it's really just a process of memorizing what works and what doesn't? Yeah, it, that, that, that's part of it. And like, and then, uh, you know, uh, my thing was I was just trying to find my voice. So when you find, when I, when I found, like I'm still trying to find always my voice, but when you find your voice, it's like these, it, these things are coming out of you basically right now. So the writing is a little bit, I guess, different. Yeah. You're just writing in your own voice. So like certain inflections... Are funny to people because yeah. it's coming from you, so it's hard to see it on paper. Do you ultimately write it down? Um, like, I'll jot it down. Like I'm not. I don't full out write my bits anymore. Okay. I, I don't That's do that I anymore. So you just Sorry. have a, like the like this bit, that bit. Yeah, that yeah, bit, that and bit, and then all. You know, I mean, you know, and I'm should probably, but like I found like you know because I always like uh, when I'm up there too, like I, to to live to be in the moment. So I'll, if something pops in my head, I'll go with it and see. And then it fails or it does well, whatever. That's the risk you choose, uh, or I'm I'm choosing. So I'll, I'm, I I like I like thriving off that more more or less. I like the stream of consciousness. I like to see where it goes and stuff like. That. And sometimes it goes, um, bad. like I remember doing once. This is not uh, funny in any means. I don't know. Why I thought it was funny. But it's not a funny. It's not a funny thing. It's a horrific thing. It was like we went to this. I didn't even know what it what it was. I thought it was a. At first, it was like a da- uh, a dance party or so. Not a dance party, but just the DJ was. They had artists on. But this one um, woman went on. She's a poet, and she told how she said she was saying that there was like there was uh, sexual harassment and rape happening in the poetry scene. So I'm and it's quiet. Like she tells this whole yeah. story and uh, and. In my head, all like I was thinking, I was like, man, I didn't know poetry people got down like like that's awful. I yeah, didn't know yeah, that yeah. rape was so rampant in the poetry community. Yeah, you're like if it can it can get everywhere at this point. I yeah. was like, holy, like I, I was, and then it's people are crying, she's crying, and then a performer comes up after and she goes, that story inspired me to tell 
She had a rape story. So it was like back to back. Oh, okay. And then her, hers was something about like, I think her brother might have done something. Oh. Not to her, but like, and, and then I'm like, I don't know, just in my head, I go, and then look, I could be, this is very like maybe insensitive on my part. There's nothing to joke about rape at all. But in my head, I go, man, I was like, how do you follow her? She followed her uh, 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 a rape story. Like the other one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it's like you had, she was up there, she told this intensely personal thing yeah. where everyone felt it, like the whole room felt it. And then uh, as a performer, you think like, how do you follow that? How do you follow? And then yeah, yeah, she totally. followed up. More people are crying, she's crying. And then a rap group comes on after. I go, there, in my head, I go, there's no way yeah. they're moving the audience at all. So they're doing their thing. And the DJ is the second lady who told the, her rape thing. Uh, her, so her rape, she uh, came up and told the story and then immediately went to DJ yeah and she's DJing and at one point she goes come on y'all give it up or something and in my head I go we can't <laughs> we've been crying yeah. right and then they <laughs> turned the crowd and smashed I was like so I th- saw that and I go oh man I, I'm o- opening for uh, Patrick McKean my buddy who's headlining the Corner Comedy Club yeah I go up and re-encount everything I <laughs> said to you to silence. Oh, <laughs> to and pure, that's a small room, too. To like. pure silence. I started off good, and then I tanked near the end, and my boy, Ali Hassan, who, was, who hosts yeah. who Funny Comic, goes up and goes, wow. Like, he even dissed me. He had to diss me, dude. Because <laughs> otherwise he'd lose the audience. <laughs> well, it just, it, it's, it's, so why I told that whole thing is, like, because I, I saw it. I didn't write it down, but I go, man, imagine, can I flip that like this again i'm not i don't want to like it's a very sensitive topic and i'm not making fun of it and i'm not trying to be insensitive but it was just like maybe i could tell this on stage and not mock i'm not mocking you you uh, looked like a challenge a challenge yeah you know what i mean you were like holy fuck because i i can totally get that and i'm not mocking by any means rape i'm just saying like this the the what is it called this the the sequence or just the order of everything happening because we because even so, I don't think anyone knew some of these things was gonna happen. Like you know, well, you know, it was like so people were like, yeah, everyone was like, I've never seen. It was quiet. Someone's like a phone went off. The bartender's phone went off. This guy had to run over and like because it was so loud. Someone threw a beer bottle out. Yeah, like, like an intercom went yeah. like the mic goes. Well, uh, we need some lemons on the fourth floor. Oh, it was like a manager. It was uh, like this. so. Uh, what I, I thought I could just share that story of like how p- powerful these two stories were. And then to follow. Yeah, yeah totally And then right. the DJ was the thing. And then the DJ's like, keep it going. And you're like, I don't well, know. Because I'm... already they're with her. Exactly. But her emotion blew me away from how she was so, she was so down and distraught and deep. And then she went into party mode. That fast, I don't know if I could have done that. That's, yeah, that's that is, it. But I, I totally get where, like, as a performer, you would, that would be, like, because I do the same thing, where it's like, yeah. oh my God, how would you fuck? Like, and then you start to, then I can imagine you, you trying know, to be like, coming how from a bad would place. I fuck? No, 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 it's like, like, you know what I mean? It's, it was a show. So well, it's it also a- separate from the act. So you're not looking, like, and again, like I said, I don't think you're, you're, you're making light of it. Like, the stories themselves were, you know, obviously heartfelt and, and emotional and, and horrifying and all that sort of thing that are the natural. But it's the same idea of, uh, like, anytime a comedian has to follow anything. Like, yeah. there's, you, you go to rooms and, like, it's mixed uh, mixed mediums or whatever. And it's, like, and I've, I've definitely been in places where I was, like, how the... It's even, like, you, you can even just do, like, when a stand-up goes up and kills, you know? And then yeah. you have to follow. Yeah, like, follow how the that, fuck yeah. do you follow that person? Um, but, okay. Uh, so that you, was the, the answer to your thing. It's, like, I just took that and put it on stage and, and try to work it out. And, obviously... It just didn't work that night. It yeah. just didn't work. So. I, I would say still, I, you know, definitely go back to that. <laughs> uh, okay, so real last question time. Um, because uh, 
We hit, we definitely did not hit a number of the things that I sorry, yeah, sorry. No, no, don't apologize. I love that. This uh, this gives me a full reason to be like, well, you have to come back next time you're in the city. <laughs> um, but just as a because it's the new year, um, we're recording this uh, only a couple of days after uh, 2017 has ended and 2018 is now born. Yes. Um, what challenges are you? Because I feel like yes, com- comedy is a challenge. You're always going to want to be the best. But now that you've done some TV and you're doing like, what would be the next challenge that you like? Is writing something that you're like, I wanna, I wanna write my own stuff. I wanna do my, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what challenges are you looking at next? I wanna write probably like, you know, I, I, I a short, a short film idea, and then also like uh, more scripts, and then a one person show that I was actually, I wanna go into the fringes in in oh, Canada. Nice. So those are challenges I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do. And then uh, we have uh, a project, myself and Ali Hassan, is a very funny comedian out of, out of Toronto that we've been um, uh, working on since like 2014. We had like a couple development deals. So we're constantly working on that. So those are, those are challenges nice. to get that show on TV somewhere. So, and then uh, um, a specialized shot. Uh, that we're still trying to shop around. So these are the, the was that the one at, uh, at the Drake? Yeah. Oh, dude, that was yeah. I was there. That was a funny. If anyone's listening, it, it's fucking hilarious. You gotta get it. Thank you. We gotta get it out there. So those are the challenges, All right, like well, professionally ones. All right. Well, we're, we're gonna check next time. We're gonna check in with you. And we'll see. We'll see where you're at with all that that shit. Um, because I'm trying to uh, be more um, thoughtful about the little details. Where can people find you? Oh, so uh, Dave Merhej, M-E-R-H-E-J-E dot com is, uh, website. So I put everything on there, like shows, picture, pictures, uh, but just like you can, all the information will be on there. And then that handle, um, Twitter and Facebook, and there's like a fan page. But um, my Instagram, I lost my old, I don't know my old account's password, and that, that handle was Dave Merhej. <laughs> so I started a new one. I, I don't know. So I started a new Instagram, and that handle, I don't even know what it is. It has numbers in it. You're like, you lost the keys to your house. You're like, fuck it, burn it down. Burn it down, build I a new one. one. So the new Instagram handle is something like Dave on Merhej thirteen ninety two. People get so mad at oh, me. Oh wait, that's why that that's why yeah, that's, that, that's why that exists. So <laughs> you I, know what? I yeah. meant to ask you at some point because I remember I remember um, you were not on Instagram. Yeah. I think, and then you popped up, and I was like, oh wait, why is this <laughs> email address his Instagram? Okay. Uh, you know what? If for no other reason this podcast was worth it, because that has yeah, now that's settled so, that's that, what that's that question <laughs> in my mind, um, I'm gonna put all this stuff up on uh, on the, the 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 website where either you found this podcast or uh, uh, on the iTunes description once I figure out how to do all that shit. Uh, so you'll be able to find Dave um, or just look at my friends list on Facebook because let's face it, you're probably there too. People listening at the moment, um, or if this is in the future, people who don't know me add me on Facebook I could use some more friends because I don't want to get depressed um, so that's basically it man uh, I cannot thank you enough Dave uh, oh, thank you to, man he agreed to do this about four months ago when yeah. we ran into each other on the street in the city and we finally made it happen, made it happen. So, that's that's big too dude I'm yeah. I'm telling you man uh, it's it's it seems to be the biggest uh, the biggest part of it at the moment. So, uh, this is, this is, uh, episode one with Dave Mraj or episode four of running up the downstairs, but Dave Mraj's first episode here and, uh, we'll do it again. Uh, for because sure, sure. dude, just for, for no other reason than 
I don't have to bump into you on the street. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. I'm uh, Josh Finkelman. Uh, you can find me at, uh, at KJoshRadio on pretty much everything. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. Thanks for coming out.